Welcome to the 23rd episode of our Summer of Greatness podcast series. In this episode, we'll talk about how you can beat jet lag. Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Matt from the Greatness Everyday Podcast, and I'd love to thank you for listening today, Thursday, July 19th. I'm really excited to talk about our podcast theme today, as you probably can tell just from the introduction here. We're going to be talking about how to beat jet lag when you travel. It's an interesting topic and something that's a little bit different than what we usually talk about here, but I think that it applies if we're traveling for business purposes, personal purposes, um, just for a vacation. We want to be able to maximize our time that's there, have a great vacation, have a great business trip or whatever. And I think that jet lag plays into that. Okay. I decided to make a video about this today, and you can now find that up on the YouTube channel, obviously, but I started into looking how I could beat jet lag. Let's say a few years ago, when I was flying down to Melbourne, Australia, and all the Aussies out here listening, if there are any, are probably laughing right now because it's Melbourne. Um, that's not how they say it down there, Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia to complete a few months of a student internship. And since I had only about two months of time that I was going to be in Australia, the time difference between my home in Canada on the East Coast and Australia was also 13 hours. I wanted to do as much stuff that I could when I was there and I was worried that jet lag could affect this if I was sleepy or I wasn't feeling well or I got sick because it was such a short time period there. People get sick from jet lag for for weeks and they won't feel like themselves. So I was really worried that this might be the case for me. And I said, I've got a lot of money invested. It's expensive to go to Australia, to stay in Australia, to live in Australia, to eat in Australia, to do anything in Australia, it's expensive. So I really wanted to kind of get the most out of my whole experience. The four tips that I'm gonna share in this video have helped me a lot and, and really surprised me at how quickly I adjusted at the time difference when I was going there as well as when I came home and the trips that I've gone on since. So the first tip is to set your clocks to the time of your destination. I'm talking your house clocks, I'm talking your phone time, your watch time, computer time, change everything. I find that this helps me get into the mindset of where I'm going even before I get there. If I'm traveling to a time zone that's say one or two hours different than my home, I'll probably change my clocks over that day. But if I'm traveling somewhere with a, a big difference between my home time and destination time, I might change it over two, three, four days or more before just to get that head start. The second tip is to treat your body like you're in the destination already by doing two things, by sleeping and using the washroom. These are both two key adjustments that our bodies have to make to adjust to a new time zone and any changes that you can make in advance will help you when you get there. Okay, so when you're flying, it can be hard to sleep. I understand. Um, I'm six foot five. I do not sleep well on planes. My neck and head are over the seat, so I can't recline. It just doesn't work for me. All right, so I understand your problems here. And the cabin lights are on, and people are talking, and there's a lot of commotion. So I'd recommend bringing a pillow 
and eye mask and noise canceling headphones. Definitely bring those three things on your own because you never know what the airlines are going to give you and you might even nowadays have to pay for it. It will definitely pay off greatly if you're disciplined and you bring those things, you're prepared. The third tip is to eat and drink as if you would if you were already in the place that you're going. Make sure to eat three regular meals, so breakfast, lunch, and supper, at the similar times that you'll be doing so when you land. Focus on eating good quality foods, not junk, and make sure to stay hydrated. I definitely just, every time there's a flight attendant coming by offering water, or if I'm feeling thirsty, I'm asking for water when I'm flying, especially on a plane. Okay, so ask for water, drink a lot of water. Every once in a while, I'll throw a small glass of orange juice in there to get some sugar into my system, as well as orange juice, supposedly. I've been recommended by a homeopathic doctor that orange juice, when you're flying, keeps the blood from pooling in your legs. So I don't know, I've definitely um, gone with those things. The fourth tip is to stay up until a regular bedtime where you'll be staying. This is perhaps the most important tip of the mall in my opinion, because when I flew into Melbourne, it was eight o'clock in the morning. It was 8 a.m. and we had just finished traveling for 36 hours after being delayed in LA for a little bit, surprise. So I was pretty tired. I knew that I wouldn't be rewarded for all the work that I had done and all the everything I had tried to do to beat the jet lag if I didn't stay up until that evening. So we filled our day with activities and definitely my favorite thing to do whenever I travel and get to a new place is explore it by exercise. I remember running around the city. Sometimes I'll bike or I'll swim or go do something else. But I remember running around the city and figuring out where things were and it was a great way to pass the time until I crashed and fell asleep later that night at a regular time. These are my four best tips for beating jet lag. They've definitely worked for me and I hope that they help you on your next trip. Please let me know in the comments below what tips you use when traveling to beat jet lag. To wrap up our podcast, our goal is to help inspire you to live a great life. And I trust that today's topic on how to beat jet lag, something a little bit different, but still important. Hopefully you found it useful. That did so. We upload a quote and words of encouragement. We're also throwing some pictures up there and a lot of video content this summer to our Instagram page daily and challenge you to go out and live a great life because we want to be an encouragement in your day. We trust that the people, regardless of whether or not there's a thousand people listening to our podcast episodes or three people listening to our podcast episodes, I'm putting it out there. I'm trusting that the people that need to hear it will tune in they will hear it. They'll share it with their friends. They'll do whatever they can. But those people that need to hear whatever our message is talking about that day will hear it. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, or via our website at greatnesseveryday.online. If you like what you heard on today's podcast episode, please share it with somebody that you think will do the same as well. Review it. That and those two things gets our podcast episode out to more people so we can hopefully encourage them. I want to say thank you very much for listening. I appreciate you listening. I love when I get to hear from people that are listening either on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter conversations are great, but the podcast is especially cool because it's a new medium for me. I'm learning how to do this stuff. I'm learning what works and what doesn't, what the audience likes and what they don't like and your feedback is greatly appreciated. 
appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow with a new episode in our Summer of Greatness series.